using an employee branding strategy turns your employee branding work into weekly marketing and communications actions and activities. For your actual employer branding, notice the active form. To convert employer branding value back to the business, you need to create workflows and repeatable processes and routines for this work. Now, many organizations still seem to believe employer branding to be kind of like a one-time project where you define your EVP, you update your recruitment marketing collateral, uh, you update your career site visuals, and you create a couple of videos for your recruitment campaigns. But I'm going to tell you that this is not employer branding. No, no, no. And once more, no. In this episode of the Building a Modern Employee Brand podcast, I want to share eight important do's and don'ts of executing an employer branding strategy. And if you're new to this podcast, this podcast is for those who want to learn how to build a modern employer brand and master modern talent marketing in a world where your talent's attention is no longer a default. So what does executing an employer branding strategy mean? Let's start by kind of nitpicking, nitpicking, nitpicking on the word execution, because when you know what exactly execution as a word refers to, what it means, you'll understand, I think, better what needs to happen while you are executing your employer brand strategy. Again, notice the active tense. So the other week in episode 117, 117, I spoke about the vital implementation phase of employer branding and shared the key actions you must take before you start creating and publishing content online. So I hope that you listened to it. And if you did not, then I recommend doing that as as soon as possible, not to get, get confused with what I'm saying and talking about in this episode. But if you did, you're one step ahead of those who did not. So just continue listening. Now, the implementation phase is very vital, but it is more like a one-time phase. And part of it is more like a occasionally, uh, maybe once in a year, if not even less often uh, happening sort of actions. But this execution phase is more like from now on phase. So there's really not an end to it. This is not a temporary project or a sort of a campaign that you do or some kind of a one-time activity that you do. This is more like a from now on phase. What you're going to do from now on. Now, when I say executing an employer branding strategy, I mean that you are putting all your strategic employer branding plans into action and creating weekly routines and workflows to share your key messages, your key employer branding messages regularly and consistently and systematically in your chosen media and platforms with your chosen target audiences. So really don't forget to listen to episode 117 before you jump on social media and start post posting after this episode. So let's move ahead and uh, go to those do's and don'ts. So uh, do number one, do shift your attitude about employer branding from ad hoc actions and activities into a continuous process. One of the most important pieces of advice I can give you 
is that if you plan to achieve proven success with Embolio branding is to look at each message, each blog, each video or post you create and publish like you were putting a big puzzle together. They're not supposed to be independent pieces of a puzzle, but they're supposed to every single piece that you post, you create and share needs to belong to this same puzzle because you are building an employer image that your target audiences can really become attached to and attracted to, which is what employer branding means. If you are not building or, you know, working with this one puzzle, if every single piece you post and share doesn't belong to the same puzzle, the image in that puzzle is not becoming any clearer, clearer to you or anyone else. And that's exactly what you must do when executing your employee branding activities. You are building one clear image for your audience about your company as a place to work and as an employer. And this work, execution, executing your employee branding strategy must lead into your audience becoming curious about that one clear image. They want to start following you and eventually become fond of, fond of your, uh, your company or what you represent as a place to work. So you need to shift your attitude about employer branding from those ad hoc, independent actions, random activities into a continuous process where you are literally putting the pieces of the puzzle together for your audience. And that puzzle will have a picture of one clear employer image. Number two, do invest in good strategic plan, because that is the only way for you to achieve one clear employer image and convert that image into an employer brand. So you probably have tried employer brand marketing without a systematic plan and workflows in place. Am I right? And that's why you know how impossible and how draining it is to keep up employer brand marketing without a plan. Of course, you can post random content for a while, but eventually it gets harder and harder because your inspiration dries out and you give up. So do invest in a good strategic plan because that is the only way to achieve one clear employer image that you will then convert into an employer brand. Number three, don't continue to post ad hoc and random content. The biggest problems with ad hoc and random posts are that coming up with content ideas is million times harder after a little while, which will kill the required consistency of showing your brand's face in front of your audience. And while those ideas might be inspiring, meaningful, and even entertaining to you or the person who creates the content, you have no way of knowing if your target audience feels the same, if they can relate to what you find meaningful and inspiring and entertaining. Without a strategic employer branding plan, if you go for the ad hoc and random route, you are literally putting out stuff that it's inspiring, meaningful and entertaining only for you or whoever created the content. No way of knowing if your target audience feels the same. Also, it takes often even more time to come up and create ad hoc and random content, which means creating random and ad hoc content costs more to your employer, yet 
deliver hardly any long-term employee branding value. So in addition that it's becoming, it will become really painful for you, really frustrating, really unmotivating. It will be a bigger cost to your employer and it doesn't create any long-term employee branding value. There's literally no sense doing employee brand marketing the ad hoc and random way without any strategic, uh, strategic plan. And when your marketing has no central message, it's like spending time fishing without a hook and a catch. I mean, you can do it forever, but <laughs> you're not going to pick up anything. Number four, do invest time in regular ideation on your chosen, chosen employee branding key messages. Now, professional employee brand marketers have created systems for executing their employee branding strategy. And one of these systems is a regular ideation session or brainstorming session with people who are matching the target audience for your employer brand, but inside your organization. And during these, what could be, for example, quarterly ideation sessions, you or someone else uh, will facilitate a two to three hour session with the goal of coming up with as many new content ideas from your key messages. No random ideas. Those ideas need to be coming from your key messages. And all these raw content ideas are documented in your employer brand content marketing plan as ideas that you can then iterate and work with later on during your weekly workflows. And this way you don't have to carry the burden of all ideas and work on your shoulders. And when you do it regularly and you, you know, obviously document enough ideas from each of these regular sessions, you'll have uh, raw ideas, raw content ideas, matching with your key messages in your backlog of content ideas. And I have to tell that oftentimes when uh, in my employer branding agency, we facilitate these sessions for our clients, uh, the session participants are actually coming excited about those ideas that they are producing and generating. And they, you know, oftentimes turn out very willing to volunteer in creating the content or give you the insight uh, for the actual content creation. So it's a very good idea also to get people involved and sort of contribute towards this work. Number five, don't forget to book weekly slots from your calendar for these execution tasks. Now we all know if it isn't scheduled, it won't get done. So what you must really do is allocate weekly time for the execution of your employer branding strategy. And you must allocate it every week if you plan to experience results and success. The most important job in employer branding is to show up regularly in front of your target audience. If you only show up occasionally, you will be, you will get lost in, you know, the, the, the amounts of other uh, company content, other people's content, and people just simply don't see it. They won't, they just, they won't pay attention to you. So you need to plan your employee branding actions and activities so that it's possible for you to show up on a weekly basis. And to be honest, more than just once. Number six, do document your weekly employee branding actions and activities into official workflows and processes. As you learn the ropes and through obviously some experience, you will figure out what is your systematic way of executing your employee branding strategy. You should then 
document your weekly workflows and processes so that you're actually creating the, the, uh, the employer branding process for your organization. This will make it much easier for you to work you know, with the weekly demands that this work requires. It will make it more like faster. You're able to use tools that can help uh, automate some of the phases in your process. And it makes it much easier to invite and include other people to join your employer branding team or collaborate with you part time. So you can split the process into tasks and share smaller responsibility areas with others. And as you develop your skills and your know-how towards, I hope that that's what your chosen path is, towards the employer brand management role, you will also be able to measure the effectiveness and the impact through those steps with, you know, when you have your workflows and processes set in place. Number seven, don't forget to follow up on how your marketing efforts work. So I see a lot of employer branding practitioners just post and never evaluate whether what they post worked or didn't work. And without a strategic plan, you don't have any idea what business relevant success should look like. It's going to be impossible for you to recognize what success looks like and whether what you are doing is delivering any employer branding value as a result of you spending time creating, posting, uh, the content. And, and this is your employer's money, employer's money and time that you're spending. Without a plan, you, you might be looking at metrics, social media metrics, for example, but without an idea what business relevant success looks to your organization, you might, you're quite possibly checking out like the completely wrong metrics and you don't know whether whatever number the metric shows you is enough too little or good or too much or whatever in terms of, you know, the time and effort you've spent into. So you really need a strategic plan to know what success looks like for your employer branding and what you should be measuring at and what looks and when you actually succeed. So you need to know that there are tons of marketing and social media metrics that we can track and trace. But unless you know what you're trying to achieve, you have no idea which metrics are relevant for you to track and trace. Now, I've shared content and spoken about goals and metrics many times. And probably easiest to locate one of these content is episode 101, in which I talked about the difference between employer branding and recruitment marketing goals. And only when you know what value your employer branding activities must return, you are able to decide which metrics you should follow regularly. So check out episode 101, 101 uh, where I talk about the difference between employer branding and recruitment marketing goals. For the sake of clarity, employer brand marketing must always grow awareness. This is an employer branding goal. Grow awareness of your company as a specific kind of place to work, the specific kind you need to define. What you need to keep track of are the impressions, reach, view times and engagement on social media and career site visitor numbers and the time spent on your career site from your website data to evaluate uh, how you are growing awareness. Grow the size of your relevant audience. Not any followers, but followers who actually care about your company as a place to work 
and find it meaningful for them to pay attention to your messages. And you should keep track of the size of your relevant audience on social media and the size of returning visitors to your career site. You want your followers to match with your future recruitment needs and you want them to care about your company as a place to work and find your mission, your purpose, you know, your goals, your the way you work meaningful uh, enough for them to pay attention to your messages. And you must convert relevant people from your talent audiences into your recruitment funnel as prospective leads, recruitment leads, and uh, you should also convert relevant people from your internal audience into spokespeople to get your employer branding messages shared across, you know, multitude of uh, and multi-layers of target audiences and networks. So these are examples of some business relevant value conversions from your work. Uh, when we the, the first two are more of marketing goals, but they're very important because without them, you don't have people in your funnel that you can convert. And the, then the actual employer brand value uh, goals are always converting value from those marketing actions. So guessing recruitment lead saves time and costs and even lowers the risk of hiring mistakes. When you convert employees into uh, active spokespeople, you can grow your relevant audience and also build trust in your employer brand. But these are just some minor, minor examples, very easy to comprehend examples. There's tons of uh, examples of um, or ways to to set goals for employer, strategic employer brand marketing and these conversion, value conversion goals for your business that are business relevant. And they don't, not, not all of them have to do with recruitment, but I guess recruitment is one of the, you know, the most common ones. So it really depends on the exact definition of your employer branding goals as to what exactly is the right metric. So you need to be very exact how you define what your goal is what you expect to have, and then look for the correct and most appropriate and available metric that you can actually track and trace how you go towards your goal. Okay, last do's and don'ts. This is number eight. Don't give up after a few weeks if you can't see immediate results. Executing your employee branding strategy and plans, this is not a project or a campaign. I can't emphasize that enough. It is, it must be an ongoing process. You have to really, you really have to understand that it's never a project or a campaign. It's an, it must be an ongoing process. Getting your key messages out there in front of your relevant audience's eyeballs regularly so that eventually they start paying attention and noticing the relevance of your messages to them, they start following you regularly. They are influenced by what your company represents as an employer and eventually are called to act by your employer brand marketing to become a business relevant talent lead for your company. And I have to say that you will experience multiple values of creator's death during this journey because this is not a week's journey or a month's journey. You're going to have to do this ongoing. I've been doing this for 12 years and I still need to do it. Of course, I don't have to put as much work into it anymore because I have a very strong brand in, in, in my country, 
but I'm still experiencing occasional valleys of, of uh, creator's death on my journey. And when you just get started, it will take time. It will take minimum of any branding takes minimum of sort of 16, 18, 24 months before you can actually say that you've achieved a brand. And you need to be in front of your audience's eyeballs regularly. And that's why you need the pros, uh, the process and the workflows, because it's impossible to do this in a random and ad hoc way. You need to understand how to make this as efficient and as automated process for you that, possi that that's possible, because otherwise you won't have time to do it all. While you experience those multiple values of greatest debt on this journey, developing your own employee brand marketing skills, your acumen and know-how is what you get when you just keep going. And getting the experience uh, that only regular execution delivers is what you uh, what you get and what you start to start to you know to experience is when you stick to it because you won't see immediate results after a few weeks not even a few months so with the wise words of an instagram expert vanessa lao if you post content once a week and you give up after three months what you did was giving up after just 12 posts have you seen have you taken a look at, have you actually digested and even taken uh, uh, and, and, and even taken action after seeing just 12 of my posts? Have you even seen 12 of my posts on social media? And I've been doing this for 12 years. So maybe you know very well what my key message is, which is teaching aspiring modern employee branding professionals how to build a modern employee brand that delivers business relevant value and grows competitive advantage. Just like it is for me, it's the same for you. It takes time to build your audience and get your key message across. I bet you don't know what my key message really is. I mean, you know that I talk about modern employer branding all the time. And you know that's my, you know, alley. That's my context. That's my expertise. But I bet you haven't digested 12 of my posts. And I post several times a week. So it takes time. So key to calling yourself an employee branding professional is to have a strategy and a plan how to keep executing your plan even when it feels like no one is listening. Professionals do not quit. Amateurs, they crack under pressure. I teach you how to become that professional that doesn't need to crack under pressure. I don't crack under pressure. I have a system. I have workflows. I know exactly how to do this. I know what success looks like for me. And I hope this brings you clarity on why the execution phase is not a campaign or a temporary project, but a process that you need to carry on regularly from now on. And to make it worth yours and your employer's time and money, you must base your employer branding on a strategy and a plan, because otherwise you crack under pressure when you have to keep going that execution. And to make it more fun and motivating for you, and your employee branding colleagues, you need to set goals and choose the most sensible metrics to track and trace your progress and impact regularly. And 
To achieve the ease for this work, I really strongly recommend creating and documenting workflows and processes for the execution and data analysis of your employer brand marketing activities. And when you follow these do's and don'ts uh, and these tips that I share with you on this podcast and on my social media, your employer brand marketing know-how will develop in front of your own eyes. You'll find it so much more motivating in the long run. And what's important, you can argue and testify to your boss why they should invest more resources on this work as you become able to prove the business uh, business relevant value conversions. And of course, uh, this is what I teach at telemarketing school. Uh, So about telemarketing school, I want you to know that based on feedback that I've received and asked for, I will be changing telemarketing school sort of the system in uh, 2023. So I'm going to give up on the annual license plan. I'm going to make changes to talent marketing school. And the plan is to focus on two programs. One in my plans is uh, going to be certified modern employer brand management program for those who want to develop a career solely on employer brand marketing and managing strategic employer branding. And the other in my plans is a program for recruiters, recruitment consultants, uh, career coaches who want to learn how to use communication and marketing to build their own personal brand as a professional to get more clients and become more successful in their work and get more clients and obviously, you know, succeed in their work. So this is also about the marketing, that marketing and communication skills that you can do both when you do If you're, for example, a recruitment consultant, freelance recruiter, career coach uh, that you need when you sell your services. And then if you're an in-house recruiter, uh, the communication and marketing that you need, obviously, to convince and convert the uh, job seeker audience to take part in your recruitment processes. So the structure will change, even though there will still be self-learning online. It just will be more programmatic with practical how to help and and even personal coaching. So that's the plan. And I won't be releasing both of those programs at the same time because I can't be in many places at once. So I'd like to hear from you. What do you think? And which one sounds like the kind of program you'd love to be involved? So if you want to share your thoughts with me, send me a a DM on LinkedIn or Instagram. And you can find me as Susanna Rantanen, S-U-S-A-N-N-A-R-A-N-T-A-N-E-N or Rantanen Susanna. And that's R-A-N-T-A-N-E-N-S-U-S-A-N-N-A. Yeah. So send me a DM on LinkedIn, on Instagram with the subject new talent marketing school and share with me what your opinion is, uh, what your wishes are about those programs. I want to involve my audience much more in the next version of talent marketing school. So you do really have the voice to influence the direction. Alrighty, that's all for this week. Subscribe to my weekly podcast email at modernemployerbrand.com and I'll keep you automatically posted about telemarketing school development as well. So my name is Susanna Rantanen and I teach you all you need to know about mastering modern employer branding and building your own brand as a recruiter, as an employer brand manager or a career coach. Come back next week to learn more about all of this. Moi moi.